Leadership Story Talks, where we discuss the practices that engage, motivate, develop, retain, and attract people to businesses. We'll give you principles and tools based on real-world stories to leverage listening and storytelling to become a better leader and management professional. Leadership Story Talks is produced by Narrative, a company that focuses on personal storytelling for business. Welcome to Leadership Story Talks. In this podcast, Julian Ryan and I, Jerome DeRoy, discuss ways in which we can create more engagement in our lives, especially at work. There are more people who identify as disengaged at work than there are who say they feel engaged. We come from Narrative, which is a company that focuses on engaging businesses and their audiences through the power of listening and storytelling, employing a seven-step method to do so. And on this podcast, we talk about a variety of different topics, all having to do with engagement. And there's one thing that we recently talked about with another guest, which was the subject of burnout and how to deal with burnout, uh, especially for people who are in the people departments and HR departments and are taking a lot of that burden, you know, by listening to so many difficult stories to listen to and, and also trying to find solutions for people that can lead to burnout. And so what do we do? So we thought that for today, Jules uh, and I would uh, would talk a little bit more about this topic and, and what's the underlying kind of stress um, and and exhaustion that can that can happen to any one of us, and how do we deal with that? And and what's the connection with with storytelling and listening? Because there's always a connection. Um, so that's what we're going to be talking about today, Jules. Well, thank you. Uh, yeah, because we are in a, I think we live in a society for the most part that we we compartmentalize things, and things they are going to fit neatly, or life events are going to fit neatly in a certain bucket. You know, the three-day weekend, the three-day period to leave to tend to a family situation. Mm. Um, you and I went through a loss recently of parents, and uh, life doesn't always dovetail as nicely and as neatly when we are, we're in situations where we're expected to be on for clients. So I think it's really important to talk about when your body's telling you mm. that mm, maybe you're a little more done than you thought you were. You know, the left mm. brain is telling you, keep going. The right brain is saying, hey, we need to take a break. Right. Yeah. For us and for everybody else. Yeah. And it's, it's a tough one because um, I, I remember, as you mentioned, um, you know, my father passed away last uh, August. So it's been uh, just a little over six months now. Mm -hmm. And I remember at first, uh, you know, of course the shock of it and, and grieving, et cetera. Um, uh, you know, you, you, those first few days, it's kind of a no brainer that I mean, you can't just, you just can't function. That's certainly what happened to me. But then I found myself, you know, kind of a week into this and dealing with family, et cetera. Um, I was kind of researching what, what is, what do we do as businesses, you know, uh, people who are in business, what's the official policy on grief? Do people even have a policy uh, for, for grieving time? And by and large, I couldn't find anything. Uh, and when I did find something, it was more of a uh, suggestions for employees themselves, because there was a lack of direction from employers. And so it was up to the employee to sort of decide and look at these articles and say, well, some articles are saying, well, you know, you should you should take your 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 leave and uh, and then add some of those sick days to it. And whatever that number is, is going to be the number 
uh, for your grieving time. But of course, you know, it's it, grieving is such a different beast and such a unique beast if, according to different people and who it is that you lost, et cetera, um, that it's it's quite complicated. And, uh, and, and I think as a result, not many people take the time that they actually need. And I've wondered ever since, and I know there've been studies around this too, around the impact of of the lack of policies around around grieving and and you know losing loved ones and what do we do for our employees when that when that happens before you get to a policy i think we just have to get to the reality that our bodies are mm. still functioning and holding a lot of things in whether we want to admit it or not and i think that self awareness is part of it that we can't, like I said before, can't just flip a switch. And that there's a lot, and to your point as well, about there's an ebb and a flow and depending on what we're working on or the kind of conversations. Things are not going to be timed and say, I promise to be grieving between the hours of 12 and one o'clock today. And then I'm going to flip another switch and come. It just comes and goes. And it's, and it's, and it's talking about our health. So I think this study that we need to be doing is, looking at, especially with the sandwich generation, we're in the, the baby boomers and reality carrying a lot of parental responsibilities as well as um, raising of families. How is that playing on the health and the story we're te- telling us that, oh, we can do it all and mm. uh, the outcomes for that. You know, it's, it's interesting because I, I, I talked a little bit um, earlier about the connection with storytelling. And I, mm-hmm. I do think that one of the ways that, w- that can be helpful uh, mm-hmm. to deal with a loss is is certainly telling stories you know telling stories of course about the person but mm-hmm. and and that's certainly what what I found myself doing with family members um you know and just people that shared that loss with me but then I, I also find that telling the story of what you're actually going through uh, to others and especially in a work environment where you know you have to feel safe uh, doing that and we've talked about, psychologically safe uh, workplaces and how important that is, assuming that you are in a psychologically safe workplace, that there is a space, or there should be at least, uh, spaces in which it's possible to talk about grief and talk about the loss. Because I've certainly found something very comforting in hearing other people's stories um, Mm -hmm. and, and understanding what are you going through and, and knowing, finding out talk about self-awareness, but really an awareness of others as well, just that that's part of the human condition. Mm-hmm. We, we all go through loss. Um, we all die, you know, and, and it's just the, the nature uh, of humanity and it's part of it. And so I think there's, a, there's something about our society, certainly in Western culture, where we don't talk about death much. We don't talk about grief much. We don't talk about loss much. And even look at the way that I just started, you know, why isn't there a policy around grief? Why is it, you know, and, and you brought it right back to health, which I think bullet is, points. Is, right. So, however, the, one of the things that stayed with me recently was uh, the quote you used in uh, the narrative workshops about when you tell stories, mm-hmm. you're remembering. It's not an original quote, you know, you borrowed it from somebody and you're going to remind me you said it in a minute, but it's it's remembering them into the society by sharing it. And it is comfort because there's little nooks and crannies of stories that come out that we may not be aware of. That's a gift to hear 
from somebody else. And I know I wrote eulogy and I felt that that was a big help to keep writing and writing and editing and getting rid of things, but just reviving and reviving and rethinking what would work or what would sound. And not everything gets shared in that moment, but that was a really good help. You also made another good point about preparing the staff and the people around you because people do want to do the right thing and be comfortable. And sometimes people shut down and say, let's not bring up anything because it's going to disturb them or not. So give people permission to how you want to be received or you know what you're prepared to do. So I think making other people feel comfortable a little bit helps the, the healing process to say, it's okay, you can you know ask me how I'm doing and the rest of it. Because it depends who it is and culturally. Sometimes I hate to say gender as well, but it does um, to get people ready for how they can help you and what works right. best for you at that moment. Because it'll change. It'll change. Yes. And depending on what the loss is too, that's the other part. Right, right. I, I think, uh, and that really does have to come from the individual. It's, it's uh, you know, it's not like because everybody's sort of guessing otherwise. So you have to be the one, if if you're the person grieving, you know, you're, you have to be the one to say, you know, here's what I need and here's what's going on. If that's helpful to you, you know, if it's, if it's more helpful to you to not talk about it and, and, you know, leave that stuff at home. But I, I, I feel like that's always going to kind of catch up to somebody. And that's when the body sort of starts to shut down and say, Hey, hang on a second. There's something I'm keeping in here that, uh, or that you're keeping in that you shouldn't be keeping in that needs to, needs to come out. And, you know, just as a, as a note uh, for our listeners, uh, the, the author is Victor Turner uh, who you. coined, yeah, who coined that term remembering, but he didn't, he, he wrote remember with a hyphen. So remember and that's exactly right. The idea was that, you know, when, when people uh, pass away, it's almost like um, they leave the membership. They're no longer members of the club of your life. Um, and you have a choice to bring people back into the club uh, after they've passed away. And, and that's usually what we do by telling stories about them and remembering them. Um, so, so it's really, that's the idea behind it is that, you know, we can view, each of us can view our lives as a club and people come and go. Their, you know, memberships get revoked when when they die. But uh, but actually, once we start talking to them again, talking about them again, we, we bring them back and maybe we talk to them. <laughs> Just fine too. And, and having a liaison, something in a group, somebody who's a trusted person in the group, doesn't have to be an official title and role that can be the liaison with somebody. So they can have to ease it because everyone approaches the situation differently for many different reasons. So the, the, the full burden is in not just on the person who has the loss, but somebody who's comfortable to reach out and figuring out what they need and to communicate yeah. that to your, your teams and your groups. And it's doable and good things happen. I mean, there's been a lot of beautiful lessons learned and kindnesses that comes out of some tough situations of what, what is possible with human relationships. So it's just top of mind, because I was like burnout, that's the big burnout when it's, something's huge uh, as that, that it changes life in general. Mm -hmm. Right, and it changes your perception of life and, and mm -hmm. you know, all your sort of benchmarks uh, change a little bit. And, um, you know, there was something that you said about th this whole idea of remembering kind of reminded me of something as well which is that you know when you're 
confronted with something that happens like this, um, just remembering that's maybe that's going to be the title of this episode. <laughs> that uh, you know, you remember that you that we all go through this, and and I do think that it's it's quite. Um, I don't know if comforting is the right word, but certainly that there is this notion that you know we're all part of a of a community, and that we all go through this thing as a community, and so there's an understanding um, that we can count on. You know, it's not like uh, an accident or, you know, some some other tragic thing that might happen to you. This is really the great common denominator, right? Grief and loss. Um, and so I think when that happens, there is something to be said about, you know, because I think a lot of people ask, I've been asked that, you know, what what do you need? And and what, how can I help? And, and a lot of times what I found is that really the only thing I... I needed was just for someone to listen um, and just to be there. You know, they didn't have to say anything, didn't have to do anything, just to listen for a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. And and that's it, you know, and that's comforting. And but I think immediately when I when I what I noticed is that a lot of people would tell me about their own experience of like, oh well, mm -hmm. I lost my father last year. Mm -hmm. And my initial reaction was like, okay. <laughs> How does that? Help? I know. I, I know. You know it's it's it a, but as opposed to <laughs> just listening and asking, so so how's that for you now? You know, right? We tend to do that. We tend to want to put our own experience um, mm -hmm. into something, and sometimes sometimes it's helpful. I don't want to, you know, make it sound negative or anything. But uh, but I did notice a, a difference there. And it is important just to be, I was on the phone with somebody last night and I was driving home and her father's in a very bad state. And I listened that at the end, I was like, did I bring any value? And she goes, just let me, you know, mind dump, I call it, you know, mm -hmm. there was so many things happening. And just to be able to be unedited and not have a to-do list and nobody making suggestions of all your considerations is is a gift you know you, we'll get to all the practical things sometimes we just want to emote and uh, let it let it out so, right yeah so the, it is a gift so you you wouldn't believe how many times i was going through the most recent thing i was like okay narrative now i know what we study this and maybe apply it to myself okay so. right yes yes what can i learn from this as well mm -hmm. that's that's always a question i like to ask um well, this is great. I I, uh, I think that's a good uh, a, a good note to end on. You know, mm -hmm. go ahead and emote, everybody. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> you have permission from from Jules and I. <laughs> that's right. And uh, and don't forget to uh, you know to to listen to others and 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 tell stories about those loved ones. And and if that's the case, and uh, and yeah, remember the the value of of all of these different kinds of principles that we've been talking about here, they all apply in, in this case as well. Um, so thanks Jules for, for sharing your, uh, your own experience with this uh, and uh, yeah, go ahead. And one last thing and sometimes yeah. ask for help because sometimes we're, we're the, the caregivers of the people are always are very good at doing for others, but sometimes raise your hand and ask for help yeah. when you need it. Yeah. Great. Great. Ask for help. Uh, find the help that you need. Fantastic. Well, I um, I want to thank you, Jules, for uh, for bringing this topic up and uh, and being open about it. Uh, and I, I think this is really uh, helpful to to a lot of people. And I want to thank our our listeners uh, for listening. And uh, I want to remind everybody to uh, 
subscribe if you haven't done so on your favorite podcast platform and leave a review because that's how that's what drives really the word of mouth and that's how we get more and more known and and more and more people can benefit from uh, from these insights that we share with you and of course as always please visit our website narrative.com that's n a r a tiv.com for information on how you can find craft and present the stories that are going to engage your audiences like nothing else has before we are always ready to listen to you thank you so much and uh, see you next time for more information on the narrative listening and storytelling method and how it can help your business go to narrative.com